Imagine this. Because it doesn't fit in with their worldview, a group of politicians and religious activists remove any mention of Moses and the Exodus from the Bible. Sounds ludicrous, doesn't it? But stay tuned. This is Rabbi Shammai Engelmeyer, and welcome to Keep the Faith, my weekly podcast in which we explore contemporary issues through the prism of Jewish law and tradition. By now, I'm sure most of you at least have heard the term critical race theory. Do you know what the term means? Do you know why we Jews should be supportive of critical race theory and why we should be afraid, very afraid in fact, of efforts coming from both the political and religious right to keep critical race theory, or CRT for short, out of our schools and out of our public discourse? Leading the parade in 2020 against CRT was then-President Donald Trump. He banned federal employees from any training program that discusses critical race theory, or so-called white privilege, and called such teachings nothing more than propaganda meant to undermine America. President Joe Biden lifted that ban earlier this year. That led Trump in June to lash out at Biden. CRT, Trump said, was, quote, the left's vile new theory, unquote, that teaches students that the United States is, quote, systemically evil, unquote. What our schools should be doing, he said, is, quote, helping young people discover that America is the greatest, most tolerant, and most generous nation in history, unquote. Obviously, the former president knows very little about how generous America in the past was to its minorities, including to we, the Jewish people. In their typical knee-jerk reaction to anything Trump, Republican lawmakers around the country have been using their legislative powers to support his war against CRT. To date, nine states have passed laws that outlaw teaching students in one form or another about this country's legacy of racism. These states include Idaho, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, Arizona, and North Dakota. Of these eight, Arizona's new law was overturned last month by the Arizona Supreme Court. The ninth state is Texas, which since June has a law on its books that's so poorly written, teachers in one school district were specifically told that they couldn't teach about the Holocaust, the Shoah, unless they also presented a positive view of the Nazi side of the story. Similar laws are being considered in at least 20 other states, including hard as it is for me to understand, in both New York and New Jersey. In New Jersey, a bill before the state Senate would prohibit CRT-related ideas from being taught in public schools. A bill in New York's state assembly carries the title, quote, to amend the education law in relation to prohibiting instruction on critical race theory, unquote. Among other things, 
the bill would ban teaching anything emerging from the 1619 Project, an ongoing New York Times magazine initiative that seeks to place, quote, the consequences of slavery and the contributions of black Americans at the very center of our national narrative, unquote. The 1619 Project was launched by the magazine in August 2019, on the 400th anniversary of the first 20 slaves being brought to our shores from Africa. Apparently, teaching children about the history of slavery in America is a bad thing. Fox News is helping to fuel these attacks. A November study by the Brookings Institution found that Fox has mentioned critical race theory 1,300 times in just under four months. Said Brookings, quote, Critical race theory has become a new boogeyman for people unwilling to acknowledge our country's racist history and how it impacts the present, unquote. Politicians, though, aren't the only ones opposing the teaching of CRT. Many Southern Baptist leaders, for example, are active in the fight against it, as are some leaders of other conservative Christian sects. Consider how Don Beeler, a retired public relations consultant who is a Baptist and something called a shepherd elder of Tennessee's Christ Fellowship, explained his opposition to CRT in a June 29th article in the newspaper The Tennessean. CRT, he wrote, quote, is based on inherently racist and unbiblical assumptions, viewing virtually every historical or present-day event through the lens of race and oppression. Far from promoting constructive dialogue and seeking common ground, CRT divides along racial lines by creating negative stereotypes rather than seeing people as individuals made in God's image. CRT essentially condenses power into a small group of social elites who typically oppress and cancel those who disagree with them, unquote. Not all Christians agree with that, as you'll soon hear. While much of the discussion of CRT centers on how our nation's schools avoid teaching about the history of slavery or the contributions made by blacks to this country, the problem is much broader than that. The history of discrimination of other minorities, such as Asian Americans and their contributions to our nation's history, are also ignored, and that includes ignoring our history as well. As I've mentioned in past podcasts, Jewish contributions to America are quite significant. They include the Jewish roots of thanksgiving, the dependence of the early Christian settlers on what they called the Hebrew Bible to formulate their laws, and so much more. I doubt, for example, that any public school curriculum teaches that James Madison delivered a commencement address at the College of New Jersey, now Princeton, in lawless Hebrew, or that the Continental Congress considered making Hebrew the official language of the United States. I also doubt that most, if not all, teach anything 
about Chaim Solomon's contribution to the American Revolution. He was one of its principal financial backers. In 2021 dollars, he advanced $16 million to the war effort. I'm sure schools also don't teach that throughout the 19th century, Congress showed a callous disregard for what Solomon did by refusing all efforts to pay back that money. It wouldn't even settle for the smallest fraction of that debt. And, despite the popularity of the Broadway musical Hamilton, I doubt that any school teaches that Alexander Hamilton, one of our nation's founding fathers and the man who created the country's financial system, was a born Jew. He even attended Hebrew school as a child. We have one of Hamilton's own son's word for that. Quote, he mentioned with a smile his having been taught to repeat the Ten Commandments in Hebrew at the school of a Jewess when so small that he was placed standing by her side upon a table, unquote. That had to be one heck of a sight. That Hamilton attended a Hebrew elementary school rather than a Christian school says it all. Also ignored are such heinous anti-Jewish policies as the ones the State Department used during World War II to keep Jews trying to escape Nazism from coming to America. Policies, Treasury Secretary Henry Morgenthau ordered detailed in a document he presented to President Franklin D. Roosevelt in 1944. Its title, Report to the Secretary on the Acquiescence of the Government in the Murder of the Jews. I'm also sure no students were ever told about how the over 900 mostly Jewish passengers on the German liner, the St. Louis, all of whom were escapees from Nazi Germany, were not allowed to disembark in the United States, or Canada for that matter, and were forced to return to Europe. 254 of those passengers eventually were murdered by the Nazis. And so... The topic for this week is critical race theory and why it's as important for Jews as it is for other minorities and why we need to fear efforts to keep it out of the American dialogue. For us to understand critical race theory requires that we also understand critical theory because the two are related. Critical theory has its beginnings in the late 1920s when it was developed by German scholars as a tool to promote Marxism among the lower rungs of German society. In that sense, the word critical and the term Marxism are interchangeable, which explains why Marxism is sometimes used by CRT's far-right opponents today as a synonym for critical race theory. In the words of its principal developer, Max Horkheimer, Critical theory, back then, sought, quote, to liberate human beings from the circumstances that enslaved them, unquote. That's how it began, but it didn't stay that way. Beginning in the 1970s, due in large part to the work of the German emigre philosopher Jürgen Habermas, critical theory began to focus on how secularism was preventing religious thought from helping make the United States a more ethical more moral nation. This was wrong, Habermas argued, because, quote, the liberal state has an interest of its own 
in unleashing religious voices in the political public sphere, for it cannot know whether secular society would not otherwise cut itself off from key resources for the creation of meaning and identity, unquote. In other words, religion has something to offer American society. Said Habermas, quote, the secular citizens must open their minds to the possible truth content of those religious presentations and even enter into dialogues from which religious reasons then might well emerge in the transformed guise of generally accessible arguments, unquote. The problem, as Habermas saw it, was not what a particular religion has to say about an issue, but the language it uses to explain it. Citizens, he argued, quote, are meant to respect one another as free and equal members of their political community. This is the core of civic solidarity. And on that basis of mutual respect, when it comes to contentious political issues, citizens owe one another good reasons for their political statements, unquote. Those reasons, however, need to be given in a way that everyone can understand them, even if they disagree with those reasons. That brings us to critical race theory. D.A. Horton directs the Intercultural Studies Program at California Baptist University, among other credits. In July, Horton discussed CRT on a Christianity Today podcast. Asked to define CRT in simple terms, he identified what he said were its five themes. Theme number one is that, quote, race is something that is man-made, and it has created privilege for something that is known as whiteness, a created American identity, which immigrants from Eastern and Southern Europe could assimilate. They would become white in exchange for their ethnic heritage, and that would secure them citizenship, employment, housing, and even religious freedoms and liberty, unquote. Theme number two is that racism is a permanent fixture in the United States because of the implicit racist language written into the Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, and other founding documents. Theme number three is that the experiences of minorities in American society, how they have interacted with racism in America, need to be heard. Theme number four is that there's no such thing as being truly colorblind. Finally, theme number five is that, quote, racial progress seems to only be made when white people are the ones who benefit from it, unquote. The point of CRT is to make students and others aware of these themes and to work to overcome them in order to create a better, more equitable, more just American society. The various Christian sects in the United States, even among the Southern Baptists, are quite divided on the subject. A number of leading Christian academicians, for example, have been outspoken in support of CRT and in attacking any notion that there exists a conflict between CRT and Christian belief. The Reverend Serene Jones is president of Union Theological Seminary in Manhattan, located just across the street from the Jewish Theological Seminary. 
The Reverend Fred Davey is Senior Strategic Advisor to Reverend Jones. For more than a decade, he was Union's Executive Vice President. In early September, they jointly authored an opinion piece that appeared in Time Magazine, and it began this way. Quote, Republican legislators nationwide are waging a fierce battle to prevent educators from teaching critical race theory, and they're being held by conservative Christian leaders willing to intentionally misrepresent their faith for political gain. Those are their words, not mine. As ministers and leaders of a proudly progressive religious institution, we are dismayed by how people of faith are warping scripture to condemn CRT, which has become a shorthand for any curriculum that attempts to grapple with the effects of racism on American history and society, unquote. As they explained CRT, quote, the theory is not designed to create racial division, force us to treat any group better than another, or make white children hate themselves. At its core, CRT demands that we look at ourselves and our country honestly and try to learn from past wrongs. This is a core message of our most sacred text, the Bible, unquote. The two theologians then demonstrated the lengths to which the anti-CRT crowd might yet go by citing something that happened two centuries ago. It's a long quote, but this is where Moses and the Exodus comes in, so please bear with me. Quote, slavery is at the heart of a crucial biblical tale, the story of Moses. Eventually, God sends ten plagues to punish Pharaoh, and Moses leads his once enslaved people to freedom. Would we say that this story undermines equality because it exposes the plight of a particular group of people? Of course not. But that's exactly what anti-CRT activists are doing. There's another underappreciated connection between the Bible and CRT. Both focus on the experiences and perspectives of those who were oppressed, not of the ones who did the oppressing. The story of Moses centers the story of the enslaved, not the enslavers. CRT studies the impact of systemic racism, not those who put those systems into place, unquote. Now, here comes something of an eye-opener. Hold on to your seat. Quote, imagine the story of Moses was removed from the Bible to avoid studying a painful past. It sounds ridiculous, almost inconceivable. But centuries ago, that's precisely what happened. Back in the 1800s, British missionaries made special Bibles to convert and educated enslaved people. These Bibles, which excluded the vast majority of a traditional Bible, purposely excised any passages that could encourage enslaved people to seek freedom, including the story of Moses. These Bibles, instead, 
offered sections that could be interpreted to support slavery, unquote. Imagine that. Christian missionaries, seeking to support slavery, wrote Moses and the Exodus out of the Bible and anything else in the first five books, which we call the Torah of Moses, that in any way diminished the acceptability of slavery. And there's a lot of that diminishing in the Torah. The reverends Joan and Davy concluded their article with this, quote, Make no mistake, all people are equal under God. CRT does nothing to undermine that fundamental truth. It simply acknowledges the facts. Systemic racism is a pervasive part of our nation's history, one that is worthy of serious study and tangible steps to address. And yet, conservative policymakers are committed to preventing that reality from ever entering the classroom. And they're not just barring CRT specifically. They're banning broad teachings about systemic discrimination. Anti-CRT legislation is entirely incompatible with our core religious belief. Our religion compels us to confront our world's history of slavery. It demands we acknowledge the horrors of our past so we might repent and chart a path for a better tomorrow, unquote. The same could be said about Judaism. So where do we Jews come into the debate? Why is the anti-CRT movement something we need to be very afraid of, as I said earlier? It's because the political and religious far-right see CRT as a Jewish plot. The Anti-Defamation League made this clear in a paper it issued on June 30th with the headline, quote, Extremists see critical race theory as evidence of white genocide, unquote. And don't be surprised about who it is supposedly perpetrating this genocide. Much of what follows is taken from that paper. Before I go on, though, I need to make something very clear. When the term white race or the word white is used by the far right, especially including by the opponents of CRT, those words are meant as shorthand for white Christian race and white Christian. The far right doesn't consider Jews to be white in any way. Back to the ADL. As it explains in its paper, quote, Extremists are trying to harness debates around CRT to promote well-known anti-Semitic conspiracy theories, widen the arena of perceived anti-white influence to include bedrock societal institutions like schools, and to distribute propaganda they hope will lead to radicalization, unquote. As for CRT being seen as a Jewish conspiracy, the ADL paper offers some examples, beginning with this one. On May 21st, this appeared on a white supremacist website, quote, Critical Jew theory, I'll say that again, critical Jew theory is much simpler than critical race theory. It is critical to remove Jewish influence from society because it has turned us into a society 
working towards our own destruction, unquote. The neo-Nazi Aryan nations chimed in on May 23rd when they leafleted residents of Litchfield Park, Arizona, as part of a protest against CRT being taught in local public schools there. The leaflets were filled with anti-Semitic and anti-black absurdities. The Ku Klux Klan did something similar on June 17th in Fairfax Station, Virginia, when members of the school board there were targeted by anti-Semitic, racist, and homophobic Klan propaganda, even though CRT isn't taught in Fairfax Station School. On May 30th, another neo-Nazi white supremacist, Mike Penovich, took the gloves off in advancing anti-Semitic conspiracy theories surrounding CRT. As he said on his podcast, CRT, quote, originated with the expletive Jews, unquote. A week later, on June 6th, he said that conservative politicians who support CRT programs, quote, will only speak up about critical race theory and anti-whiteness if they are Jewish or backed by Jews, unquote. Here's one final example. On June 22nd, the white supremacist media fave Vincent James Fox posted a video online railing against CRT and the people he said are behind it, the Jews. Quote, it's almost always Jewish Americans who are pushing critical race theory. The white people funding these sorts of ideas and pushing this sort of rhetoric are always Jews, unquote. As the ADL paper puts it, quote, extremists are using anti-Semitic conspiracy theories to explain why CRT presents an existential threat to the white race, unquote. Let's be clear about this. The only threat CRT poses is to racism in America in its many forms. We need to support programs that teach critical race theory. And we need to advocate that CRT be expanded to include the hateful treatment of all minorities in this country, including how we were treated. Hotels in New Jersey had a no-Jews-allowed policy, and so did country clubs. Jews were redlined out of many New Jersey communities. The same is true of Connecticut and even New York. To understand how pervasive this was. One need only read Laura Hobson's novel, Gentleman's Agreement, or better yet, watch the excellent film adaptation starring Gregory Peck, Dorothy McGuire, and John Garfield. CRT has a lot to offer to the education of future generations of Americans, because it will help build a better, more equitable, more just society. What it won't do is advance the efforts of those of the far right to define America once and for all as a white Christian nation that tolerates minorities but doesn't see them as equal to the white majority. This is Rabbi Shammai Engelman. I'm taking off for the next two weeks. But I do hope you come back for my next podcast on January 7th, God willing. And I'd like to hear what you have to say about this or my other podcasts. 
go to www.shamai.org www.shamai.org and email me, please. If you don't get the Jewish Standard but want to read my columns, go to the columns page of my website. The current column is titled, Where Biblical Criticism Goes Wrong. There'll be a new column next Friday, and its title is Seeing Red in COVID Deaths. Shabbat Shalom. Stay healthy. Have a happy secular new year. And stay safe.